0: good morning everyone wow what a week and a half we have had since i've been gone i was down at a conference in the uh for the church down in orlando the last uh, week or so uh we had a great time down there took one of the grandsons to legoland yes not disneyland legoland he had a great time the conference was really good some great strong speakers and we got into a lot of details you know there were a lot of things that were missed over the last week and i tried to stay away from the tv But I do have some ideas on some of those things, so stick with me. I'm your host, Brian Burden, and welcome to Burden on Society. Welcome back. I'm going to freewheel it this week. You know, I kind of got through everything. You know, when you kind of put these shows together, sometimes you write a monologue, because I like to do a monologue at the top, but it takes a while to put that together. I'm not used to it. I'm not a big writer. I'm not one of those guys who can put the things together quickly, and sometimes I do a lot of changes, so it takes me a while. So I just thought I'd start going down a checklist of things, a little more of a freewheeling kind of thing today, but something That uh, many of us like to do when we're just talking around the table or something along those lines So if you see me look down i'll be hitting a little checklist and that kind of thing first off the welcome is over with all right Uh, again, we talked a little bit about my vacation There were a lot of things that went on while I was on vacation not the vacation itself, but during the vacation There was a school shooting. There was all kinds of uh, mayhem Between uh, the republicans and democrats as usual. That's always going on with the politics And while I like talking about it, I'm kind of getting tired of the whole thing at this point. Of course, that's kind of what they want, right? They want you to tire out and maybe not go to the polls. Still go to the polls. And again, I don't care whether you vote Democrat or Republican. Get up and go to the polls in November. It's not that hard for you to do for one day, all right? So one of the big things, though, of course, that's now starting to fade from what we're seeing on TV. I'm barely seeing it anywhere, even on Fox News, is a war, the war that's going on in Ukraine. They will argue over the money, of course. Obviously, we sent some $80 billion at this point, or getting near there, uh, over to Ukraine, which is more than Russia has in its yearly budget. But who cares about that, right? We're taking down Putin. The problem is, a lot of the percentages I talked about a couple of months ago when this started, on who would win, or what would win, or how it would happen, are still virtually the same. Let's take a look at these. You remember I told you it was going to be a low or a slow a slog kind of thing going there. Well, the slog is kind of pretty much set up in eastern Ukraine right now, isn't it? And it was kind of looked like it was going to be over Kiev, too. And I gave that around a 60% chance to 70 at one point, I think, after a few weeks, that that's what was going to happen. Now, I backed it down to about 50% because it does look like there's some options to get out of this thing. Although I don't think any of them, truthfully, that Putin is trying to get out of this. He's not going to save face by going, oh, I'm just going to put my tail between my legs and back off. He's not going to do that, of course. He's going to try to find a way to win, and and there's almost no way that he gets out of this without finding a way to win. And I'm not talking just taking the eastern half of Ukraine. There's a bigger aspect coming in this. We may not know it at at this point, but there's something bigger coming down the road, and that makes me fear a little bit. I did bump up the Ukraine potential for winning. It was only like 10% early on. Now I've got it up to around 20. You might even go 25%. Well, why is that? Well, they're getting lots of help. That's why it is. We're giving them tons of money. They're getting all these things that can take out tanks. Uh, Putin and, them, and the big boys haven't realized just throwing the big bombs there and it'll be over with. They haven't tried to do that yet. They keep trying to win a war. And why is that? Why are, why are they covering? They're covering for something. And I have a feeling they're covering for either China or Iran. There's a lot of big uh, war potential or big problems coming down the road that they may be trying to cover for. And they're creating chaos around the globe, are they not? They definitely are. And then there's the nuke possibility. Now, at first, I think I had it at like 3%. Then I upped it to 6 Now I'm all the way up to 20%. And the only reason I'm up to that 20% is the fact that Putin himself will not find a loss in this, I believe. There's a chance there. Remember I said 20% chance that Ukraine could take this and win this, and Putin loses somehow or another. But a 20% chance that he's finally kind of backed into a corner and has nothing else to do but nuke, say, Kiev, and then say, what are you going to do? And my uh, instinct says that we won't do anything. If he only throws one nuke in somewhere... Ukraine gives up because there's no one left and We don't do anything about it because we don't want to get into this big 50 missiles going this way 50 that way hundred over here That kind of thing. That's what we don't want to get into So the war percentages pretty much have kind of leveled off in that general area And, and why do I do that? Because I'm a, I'm a weatherman. I like to see percentages what they were Remember the slog got the highest at around 70% now it's down to about 50 But that's still probably the best chance of what's gonna happen And Ukraine wins the war somehow or another. That was the war percentages on that. And you remember I talked about that, the nuke. At what point uh, does a caged animal in a corner decide he's going to do something about that? And that's, I think, where we're headed. I really do think we're headed in that that direction. Now, is it just total give up or is it I'm going to throw some weapons at you and you're going to see what's going to happen? And what has this done to everyone else? Look at Kim Jong-un, of course. He's sending out his uh, little weapons, the little uh, rocket man himself there, as President Trump used to call him, uh, sending out rockets to try to rattle his sabers. So he looks like he's something. And what did we do? We actually retaliated with some missiles being fired. And so did Japan, I believe it was, or South Korea. Sorry about that. So you can see that there are different uh, aspects going on around the globe. We're also hearing that Iran is helping out Russia in many different ways while Russia is helping them out. So, you know, I think Russia is helping them with some food supplies and things like that. Iran's helping them with some of the goods they need and some of the weapons they need because uh, apparently Iran does a lot of weapons there it looks like. So, again, is it is it kind of covering for Iran? Is it covering for China? What are we really in this war for other than him trying to take part of the uh, part of Ukraine at least. And I think he probably had aspects of taking all of Ukraine. and It may have gone quickly, but it really didn't happen that way, did it? So the slog settled in and here we are right where we were, or I thought we'd be about three or four months ago. Unfortunately, that's something I don't like to say, but it is what happened. All right. All right. Let's switch over to like our government. (laughs) Did I, I believe this right now? It doesn't matter whether you're Democrat or Republican because they're both in this together. It's just one side is in power now and is doing a lot worse things. The other side is not doing as bad things, but I guarantee you they will be in with the other ones the first chance they get when they see it going down the tubes. The thing is, they got these all backroom cabals. They all know what's going on. They all exactly know why all these things are happening to the United States right now. So I think it's almost a done deal at this point. They got their foot in the door. They're starting to try to do a lot of different things to the country. They're talking about this, you know, changing of America and all of that. And you are the one who's going to suffer for that. You're going to have all these different things happening to you. So I feel like it's almost a done deal. I keep hearing, oh, if the Republicans just take over in November, okay, you're going to slow them down a little bit, but you are not going to stop them. Remember, Washington, D.C. is run by 92% liberals. Those are only the ones who said they were. Of the 8% who didn't, some of them are independent, supposedly, and like 2% are Republicans. So where are we going with this? You can see it. They cover for each other very, very well. And we've seen that time after time after time. All right, We could easily get into how the, the media covered for them. And I'll probably get into that a little bit later. But when you have the government and the media and all your big tech companies all in lockstep together, Yet they act like they're not, they don't know anything. The government says, we can't control big tech. Big tech says, well, the government's not controlling us. And then your FBI and your DOJ are doing different things. Yet they're doing exactly what you would think they would do if they were a Democrat, right? <laughs> you got to wonder to yourself. So how about this one? This one was, was something that was big that happened this week. Putting your foes in jail, Right. Peter Navarro, is, I think, is the guy's name. He was an advisor to the president. He wasn't even like a State Department advisor or anything. But he was up there. He did talk to the president frequently. He was not even there on January 6th. He had nothing to do with it. He lives right next to the FBI. Yet, they didn't come to his door. They waited till he went to an airport where they could be out in the open and they could make it give this big show of how they were arresting him for not coming to court. Well, he was using the same exact uh, things that uh, other people had used for why he didn't need to come there. First off, he's an advisor to the president, and that's supposed to be secure information that you don't need to know about. Even Senate committees aren't supposed to know that. All right, so it does look like they kind of overstepped a little bit. Well, I call it overstepping. They've already done this a few times, right? Um, do you remember back, uh, last year when one of the, uh, president's main, uh, guys was taken in? Well, it wasn't his main guy. It was the guy that got out of there. And I sure can't remember his name. Bannon, uh, is his name that they took same thing out in public, grab a hold of him, take him in, cuff him, make him look like this, do the perp walk, the whole thing. Right. They try to make it look bad, right? Make it look back on bad on him. So he knows that you ain't ever going to do this again because we're going to come after you again. And oh, the rest of you better know we're coming after you too. Falls right in line with the January 6th guys. A lot of them are still in prison. The ones that are out were forcibly taken out, made they were shamed, they were pushed around, they were basically bullied. And that comes to my next point. Bullies will be bullies, right? They're gonna do that. The side, the Democratic side, who always says they are the ones for the little man and they're so worried about everybody and their brother, is really. Truthfully, the bullies. They always have been and they always will be. The problem is, most of the people voting for them do not realize it and don't see it. I'm sorry, if you're voting Democrat out there, you're not seeing it. Now, if you have some ideas that you like that are on the Democrat side and that's just all you're thinking, that's why you want to do it, I'm okay with that. That's your choice. But if you're kind of getting into a lot of these other things where they're pushing you around, making you do things, making you think about what's going on, You're being bullied, too, and you don't even realize it. It's just now they're trying to bully the people that aren't voting for them to vote for them, obviously. Right. To take control, to take power. So bullies will be bullies again. And they'll tell you anything while they're doing the same thing. Right. They'll do this telling you just to get you to stop if they have to. So. That's, that's where bullies are. The bullies are being bullies. And Peter Navarro, now I, I brought Peter Navarro and now I remember who I was thinking about who was opposite of him. That was Eric uh, Holder. Remember Eric Holder, the head of the FBI, who said, I am talking to the president. You can't have that. Did they go and arrest him? Um, anybody? Anybody? Nope. Nope. Didn't happen, did it? <laughs> did not happen. Why did it not happen? Because he is. You notice the pause, right? Democrat, right? I didn't want to say that too much because I'll get thrown in jail here pretty soon They'll be in my little apartment here and they'll be stripping everything out looking for it But peter navarro. Yeah, he needed to be arrested in public and shown that this is what we're going to do, right? Bannon same thing All right. This is not the first time they've done this several times now bully and push around people to let them know you are taking over and you are in control Not a good thing for our country. Again, both were advisors. Both used the same meaning of what they did for why they didn't come and talk to the Congress or to the Senate for their uh, congressional meetings, right? And why they were going through all these things. So they, they bucked a subpoena. But one's arrested, one isn't. Matter of fact, one is great. He's on TV. I think he was just on Bill Maher Friday night talking about it. (laughs) <laughs> what a great thing, huh? Must be nice that Eric Holder's making all this money off of that. But the uh, old Peter Navarro, who's nothing the size of Eric Holder, is thrown in jail. Shackles. They actually put shackles on his ankles. He made a big deal out of it being the uh, Hinckley cell, where pres- uh, the Hinkley shooter was for President Reagan, was put in. They made a big deal out of it. But it's, cr- it's crazy the way it's going. All right, let's get on to the next one. A big fake show trial. For politics only. That's what's coming up Thursday night. If you are not aware of what's coming up Thursday night, don't turn your TVs on. Or watch a movie. Do something else. Because they're going to get up there and they're going to say, President Trump did this. And the Republicans did this. And all this. And they're going to come up there with these little innuendos. Innuendo this. Innuendo that. Then they're going to try to tell you, you are the bad people. And you need to just shut up and do what we tell you. That's what I keep hearing for, what, a year and a half now. Shut up and do what we tell you. Or we're going to just make sure we get a hold of you and do something to you. And they're showing that. They're, they're picking people off the streets, basically, at this point. So none of them really believe it, though. You know that. You know they don't believe it. This is all partisan politics. It's all politics to take over and take their power. They believe it helps them. They don't care about you in the mix of it, long as they can take over more power and keep that power. That's what they're looking for. So here, this was a number I was surprised. 17% of people believe Trump was solely responsible for the January 6th uh, riots, right? It wasn't an insurrection. It was riots. They didn't even have guns on them. How do you have an insurrection And you have chaos like that. And you want to try to say it's an insurrection when someone didn't even have weapons. The people didn't have them. Don't listen to this crap about, excuse the word language there, but don't listen to this junk about how you hear that they had weapons and that they were trying to kill people and all this stuff about uh, the vice president. Sure, they were upset and mad, but what happened? You saw the videos. They went in there. They were taking pictures and selfies. And there was maybe 10 or 20 that were really pushing hard and maybe upwards of 100 to 200 who busted through the barricades. All bad people, all should be in trouble. Doesn't matter what side they're on. But the rest of them really didn't do much of anything. Hey, look at the, the Capitol's open. Let's come do this. And now some of them are still sitting in prison. Still solitary confinement for a year and a half. Not even gone to court yet. And you don't think this is a problem? If you don't think this is a problem in our country then I pretty much can gather what side of the aisle you're on, all right? And I like to be down the middle, leaning to the right. That's kind of where I'm at. I do believe in some Democrat stuff, but I believe in mostly Republican things. I'm a Christian. I'm a pastor. That's the way it kind of works out, right? So I'm not against, and plus I like to talk about this stuff. Some of my friends who are Democrats, they love to talk about it with me too. This is a great thing. We can talk to each other about actual Policies and things that can make changes instead of politics that can keep power first off. We can't even do that Can we all right? So more politics. How about this? Here's what they're going to do These are just some of the things they're going to do uh, These are the added strikes against us so to speak. All right uh, more politics holding school loans till what August now Remember what I said way back in January or February or whatever it was he was going to use it as a ploy later in the year so that he can get people to come vote for him and make him look good. So now, we've been hearing about it every month or so, and each time he gets kicked down the road. Now it's August. Don't be surprised if he waits till October to get you to come out and vote for him because he's helped you with the school loans. And the numbers have been thrown up and down. It'll probably be bigger and try, try to get more people involved is what I can see in that. How about these things? Gas prices. Gas price. Don't. Yeah. All oh, the, the the president doesn't have anything in his uh his little room where he can switch, switch the switch to get the gas prices to go down. No, but he can start opening things up easier and making it easier to bring that oil from our country into our coffers so we are OK for the time being you can still work on electric at the same time you keep us safe with our own gasoline and keep our prices down so that your people still believe in you your people don't believe in you anymore because you are putting them harm's way that's that's the the short deal of it right now you're failing because people are doing that now here's the problem and this is the biggest maybe the biggest take out of this entire thing he's doing this on purpose you've heard that all right i understand that He's doing this on purpose, but this is what I believe has been happening. He's been told he's the next FDR if he does this. If he continues down this path, there's going to be some rough times for people, but in the end, everybody's going to be great, and you are going to look be looked at as the greatest president of all time. People are telling him that, and he believes it. Now, maybe it's because he's not cognitive like he used to be. Maybe he believes it himself. But that's what I believe is going on right here. They have this big setup of how they're going to take over and take over politics. And we're basically going to be a Marxist communist country. And they're going to control everything you do. Right. And he's been told he's going to be the one that does it. And don't worry. Don't worry, Joe. You get through the first two years and things are going to be great after that. And you're going to go down in history as the greatest president ever. He's being told that maybe by his wife. Definitely by his advisors. Stay the road, Joe. Stay the road. Why? He never corrects to help us out. He only continues down the road that is bad and hurts the country. I I just said it there. I just think that's what it is. He's been told he's going to be the next FDR, the greatest president of all time, topping the list of everyone, even Reagan, in history. And that's what he believes and he wants to do. It's a possibility. I don't know. How about great gas prices this is another thing they're holding you know with the gas price. first off you stop the pump into the oil the gas prices are gonna go up and then you go oh we don't understand they're greedy they're greedy well if you make things hard on everybody else it costs money then what did that do the gas prices cost everybody money the truckers the grocery stores these just any store Walmart even has to pay more for things okay gas prices go up so gas pri- prices are on purpose you see gas prices just this week, 10 bucks a gallon in California. Okay, when I was in Central America, we paid 12 but it was $2 to $1. So it was only about 6 bucks a gallon, and that was six, seven years ago. I thought that was pretty darn high because I was used to $2 in the United States. Okay, we're talking $10 for regular in California. It is now $5.15 here in the great state of Indiana. Yes, the Midwest. It was funny driving back up from Orlando because that was the easiest way to go. Airplane tickets were too expensive, right? The gas prices down in Florida and Georgia were somewhere in the threes. The threes. There was a three ninety nine place, but generally the low fours for prices. When we left Indiana, it was about four eighty. When we got back, it's five fifteen. As soon as I crossed the old Ohio River from Kentucky into Indiana, the prices started going up. It was amazing what was going on. It's crazy. Let's switch from gas to inflation. Of course it's on purpose. They knew it was coming. They kept forcing money into it. They're not idiots. Every economist who gets out there and says it's only transitional or it's not even going to happen last year knew exactly what was going to happen. Economists know what's going on. It's not hard. We know what's going on. You force feed money into a system Everything gets more expensive. We all know this if you've been around at least more than say 30 years You've seen maybe 10 years of news at least and kind of followed politics even just a little bit You know the economics and how it works. You don't even need a class to figure that out in college The worse it gets the easier it is for takeover. That's the way they look at it right now. The worse it gets Easier they can take over. So what do they do? They do things like crime. Crime's getting worse, isn't it? Okay, those of us in the Midwest out here in the urban areas, you know, we're out in the cornfields. No big deal. Got some good-sized cities. Got Indianapolis close to us. The city I'm in is about 180,000 people. But we're pretty much quiet compared to Chicago, New York, Los Angeles. Did you notice those cities? Philadelphia, Washington, D.C. All blue, right? I've talked about this many times too. All our big cities are held by blue politicians who've been holding them for 50 or 60 years who somehow told people that they were the saviors of everybody and then somehow never saved them. Never. 50 to 60 years they've been doing this. Never saved a person. Not one. But still in control. So crime, the worse it gets, easier it is to take over control. Add these all together, right? These are all happening at the same time. This isn't just one thing happening, and we're going, oh, inflation's bad, but crime is good. No, <laughs> they're all happening exactly at the same time. So, death by a thousand cuts, whatever you want to call it. Send in 50 rockets, one of them's going to get through, two of them's going to get through, 10 of them's going to get through. That's how we're working. That's what they're using right now. How about weapons? <laughs> What's the first thing you do when there's a shooting? The weapon's the problem, right? Not the person. I, that it just annoys me. I'm not, I don't own guns. I'm not against the second amendment in any way, shape or form, even though I don't own guns. All right. What I am is against is taking that right against away from someone who wants to try to protect themselves. And they do believe that's what they have it for. I don't give a darn what you're thinking about these long rifles and that and the other long rifles are only used in less than 1% of shootings in the country every single year. Year. That is, those that end in death of one way or another. All right? This is crazy. We need Sure, we can tighten up some of those rules a little bit, but you don't take the guns away from people. And That's what you've got people scared that you're going to do. So you blew that opportunity by making it look like it's the worst thing in the world. Secondly, you forget to look at the mental health. Why are you not looking at the mental health of the person? Every single one of these guys is crazy. I read an article yesterday about... Six or seven different shooters. And in each case, this guy took this out and he said, well, the mental health. Well, this guy was fully mental health. There was no problem with him. He was great to go. Well, this guy had access to weapons. See how the laws didn't work. Well, this guy did this. This guy did that. And so they cherry picked one person out of every single category he was trying to use to make it sound like guns were bad. Instead of going, wow, you know, the guy had four of the other six categories. You picked out one of the categories he didn't have. And in every single case, you could go down the line and these guys had those four out of six, right? Almost every single case is that way, but we ignore it. We don't want to do anything about that. Look it, it needs to be comprehensive. The schools need to be tightened up. There should have been no way that guy even got into school. The schools around here, you got to make a hit a buzzer. You can't get in the door. I like that. I thought that was everywhere, but apparently it's not. So we need to tighten that up. I like the idea of having a school enforcer in school. I know one. He's a great guy. He would put his life on the line for those kids. And don't tell me this stuff about the police. Somebody got screwed up there. There were 19 of them in the building waiting to go in the room. Who kept holding them back? Who got wrong information, made the wrong decision? It happens. I don't like it. None of us do, but it does happen. Just remember that. So how about the border? (laughs) it's open to create more chaos. Is it not? I wrote down here, uh, inflict pain on us. That's what they're doing. It's not the people. The people are great. We're okay. Well, the vast majority of the people are really good, right? We know there's some bad people in there. Those are the ones we want to stop. How do you do that? You make them check in when they come across the border so we can figure out who they are. Okay. You can't fly in from France without being checked, right? But you can walk across our border and say, I want asylum and off you go. Or if you don't get picked up when you come, come across the border, you can go hide in our country. Not only is it a drain on our society, it's a drain on everything we have, our hospitals, all the other things. Get them into the system. Get them working. Whatever they got to do for the great folks that are here and that want to become Americans because they believe in this country that you're tearing apart right now. Right, And th- things will be much better. Yes, I know it. Everybody doesn't want to hear it. Those of you who don't like it, and I'm with law too, amnesty's coming. And I think it'll be a good thing if we can do it properly and it never happens again. We shut everything down. But we were told that back in the 80s with Reagan too, weren't we? That's exactly what they told us. Going to shut the border down as soon as we give everybody amnesty. Okay, going to happen again. So now you know why older people understand this stuff a little more. We already seen it happen once. All right. That's just the one time I can remember anyway. How about these other things? Abortion, uh, of course, guns, masks. You know, they're talking about putting masks on again for the monkeypox on planes. Again, maybe on buses. They already came out just in the last two weeks and said masks didn't work. Okay, they're starting to put it into their editorials and their papers that masks didn't work. Okay, well, we've all known that, right? That gets sickening to me. Every step, they slow and they try to take over us. It's just every step, every step, every step is just a slow takeover. Now, they are trying to rush it through. The Chinese had that mantra, it's the end, right? Whatever happens at the end is okay. They're like, whoa, we got an opportunity. Let's rush through this hole and take it. I don't see it stopping, folks. I'm sorry. It's just not going to stop. We ain't going to stop this bus now. You want to step in front of the bus? They're going to squash you. They're going to bully you. They're going to push you out of the way. They're going to throw you in jail. It's exactly what they're going to do. And the media has been shameful in this. Shameful. They followed right along with it. I don't know if they fully believe everything that this junk is going on with these people. But I do know one thing. They're not in it for us. Show us all the sides. Let us decide. You stay out of the mix. It's that easy. You can editorialize about it. That's fine. Keep it out of the news. But it's not. I watch their news, newscasts, and it's everywhere. Everywhere. They're shameful. Covering for one president and trying to put the other president in prison, knowing that they came up with 300 wild stories that weren't true, but they didn't care. They just had to get him. And then the other guy, shut up about him. Don't say anything. I know everybody can see he's bad, but shut up. Don't say anything. And now, slowly in the last couple of weeks, they're starting to come out with this. All right, that falls back to the possibility that they want uh, Kamala, Kamala Harris, the vice president. It's great that she's a black female. So what? Can she do the job? We don't know. She sure don't look like she can do it. All right, but I there was a thought process a couple of years ago when he was uh, going for this to try to become the president that. He, he would go two years, give up and get out. So let the vice president come in. That still could be on, on the table, folks. Could still be there. But she looks, she has lower ratings than he does. That's by her own folks. When you get into the 20s like he is now and she is, your own people don't like you. That means like half the Democrats are still like, uh-oh, this isn't good. All right. Always proclaim the, proclaim the other side is doing what you're doing. Oh, my gosh. They are tyrants. They are Marx they're trying to take over everything in this in the sun Meanwhile they're trying to take your First Amendment rights away from you they're trying to get you to shut up doing that right they're trying to take your guns away from you trying to call you all kinds of different names they're trying to take control of every single aspect of your life but somehow you're the one that's the Marxist and the fascist and the communist get it? they need to look in the mirror they don't need to look in the mirror they already know they're there. They're, they already know what they're doing and what they're, why they're doing it. And they're trying to just take over. Oh, it's power, folks. Power. Same story through history. Been there everywhere. How bad are we going to get hurt? That's all. How hard is it going to be to get food later this fall? How hard is it going to be to get gas later this year? How, uh, are there going to be rolling blackouts this summer? All this stuff, what did the president say? Can't do anything about it. It's out of my control. now why are you even there? Why are you even there? Heck, at least Kamala might give it a shot for a while. Don't know. Man, let's get rid of both of them and get Nancy in there. Maybe she might try. She'll at least stumble around for a while before she gets to it. But she might try. I don't know. She says she is a Christian, Catholic kind of thing who likes abortion. I'm not sure why that is. <laughs> so always proclaim the other side is doing what you're doing. They're trying to take First Amendment rights and Second Amendment rights away from you while they tell you you're the tyrant. All right? And then they literally yell and scream it to the rooftops day after day after day. They got this one down. Every single day you tell people the same thing. You never change. You never waver. You never, ever say you were wrong. And you double down every chance you get. And you all have seen it. You know it. You know it. And only one side is doing this, folks. Your Republicans aren't trying to take your First Amendment rights away, are they? They're not trying to take your Second Amendment rights away, right? Nope, not at all. The other side says they're trying to take your abortion rights away. Nobody lost the abortion rights, right? It's still available in the country. You're going to have to move maybe to go somewhere else to get it done. but Or go somewhere else to get it done. But it's not being taken away, even if it comes out that way in the next few weeks. All I can tell you is this. <laughs> things are are tough, right? There's a lot of things going on in the world. I just read this in the last, last well, probably hour or so. We've been talking about mass shootings. Things are rough everywhere. Religion will be next, right? And how do you know that? A mass shooting in Nigeria just in the last day or so killed more than 50 Christians. Christians. They did it on purpose for Christians. It's always done that way over there. Did you know there are more Christians that die because of their religion than any of the others combined? Yet all you hear about is the Muslims that are killed or the Jews that are killed or this that are killed, right? More Christians combined every year are killed because of their Christianity than any other religion, any other religion. All right. Not a good thing. So that makes me think. <laughs> Maybe I'm track. I'm on track, right? <laughs> uh, they're trying to take First Amendment rights away and Second Amendment rights away. I see one side is being good in that. One side is being bad in that. One side is killing Christians. One side is not. Which side do I want to be on? I want to be on the non- Christian killing people, right? I want to be on the non-killing people altogether. So this is your chance. This is your opportunity to take on what you believe, where you believe it. This is your chance to step up. It's time to move towards God, isn't it? Get back into your church. If You can't get there because of gas? Find a way to get a ride with somebody. Maybe a church bus. Maybe walk if you have to. There are thousands of churches out there. They all have different ways they do things. Some are uh, exuberant, and you can wear whatever you want, kind of like my church. Lots of uh, high uh, intensity. We have lots of families and kids there. It's a kind of a younger church. It's great. I love the music. I'm an old guy there, really. All right? There are other churches, if you're old and you just like that straight hymns, listen to the preacher, that kind of stuff is out there, too. Pick a church you like. If you have to go through a few till you find something, do that. But find a church you like. Get back in touch with God. Jesus Christ is our Savior. He is our Lord. He is the only way we get through all of this. That way you don't have any worries. I don't call them worries anymore. I like to call them concerns. I don't worry about what's going to happen technically with me, but I am concerned about everything that happens with you. And one of those things is getting back with Jesus. If you've walked away, now's the time to turn back because things are not going to be great in the next year, two years, ten years. How about that? A way to get through that is to know that you have the solace from Jesus Christ himself. So if you're suffering for anything, any burden that's bothering you, turn to Jesus Christ. He will help you. He will be the only truth, the only truth that will get you through the times we endure. See you next time. Shut up and sit down.